The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Ready to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. And welcome to Sports Info UM. Hey, it's just me going solo. What's happening in the sports world? This is Daryl and a whole lot going on in the world of sports. Cam Newton stands alone at the top of the NFL ranks undefeated by himself. 12-0. Cam Newton. Who would have thought a guy that went to Auburn and got paid to go to Auburn goes to the NFL, wins the Heisman Trophy, and now he is possibly the NFL MVP and He's 12-0. and 0. You know, and I guess yesterday's team was just a mild stumbling block for Cam Newton because when you look at it, hey, the New Orleans Saints, everybody runs, passes, and do whatever they want to do against the New Orleans Saints. But, hey, when you're undefeated, every win in the NFL is a big win. And we've said that on this show many times before. Every win is a big win in the NFL. Hey, we got Robbie on the line, and I know what Robbie's talking about. Robbie, what's going on? What's up, Daryl? Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for being on the show, Robbie. We really appreciate you coming. And uh, I know you got your, your chest out pretty, pretty, pretty far today. A little, a little bit, man. You know, I mean, it, it was something I think they were supposed to do yesterday. You know. left in this season um so but i i really saw a lot in the loss last week um from Jameis winston you know i i I saw him um do some really good things i saw him try to force some things late in the game that really made him made his stats look bad and made it look like he didn't have a good performance but um i i thought that um 
I thought that that was a a, 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 a strong performance in a loss for Jameis Winston last week. It was. That's why I said we should have had it, you know. I really yeah. do. Things would be looking different. You know, I, I don't think they would have got no kind of credit for it. I think it would have been, oh, they'd be the 40-year-old quarterback. You know, instead they lost, and it's like, oh, this big old, it was half a back all week, you know. And you know what? He deserved that. He won. You know, he deserved that. But uh, we'll be back, man. We'll be hey. back. And, and hey, and right now you're in second place in a division, in a division right. with uh with Cam Newton, who's who's undefeated, you know, and, and right. Cam Newton's having an awesome season, and, and not not that um Jameis Winston will ever be anything that resembles a Cam Newton, but uh, I do see Jameis Winston and Cam Newton um, some similarities between these two guys. They're both yeah. very strong and physical. Um, quarterbacks. I think yeah. Jameis Winston has, a, has an accurate arm. Uh, maybe not with the same accuracy as Cam Newton right now, but Jameis Winston does have a very accurate arm, and he does have a very quick release. And um, that, That's a sign of, of, a, of a number one quarterback. Cam Newton, he was the number one quarterback. And, um, and Jameis Winston, he was the number one quarterback. He's proven why he is um, the number yeah. one quarterback, too. You know, I think Jameis is a little more developed in his rookie year, more so than Cam was in his. But um, um, three years down the line, what is Cam in his three, fourth year now? Fourth year now? Yeah. It's kind of scary to think about Jameis, man, four years from now, man. And it is. Really is. Um, the future's bright. future's bright. It is. You know, uh, it was uh, a couple weeks ago, um, these were the numbers for Cam Newton and, um, and Jameis Winston. Cam threw for 245, Jameis threw for 246, Cam they threw were, for five touchdowns, Jameis threw for five touchdowns. Yeah, uh, they were virtually identical. Cam, Cam scored 44 points, Jameis' team scored 45 points. Um, hey, it, it, was, it's just, it was crazy. It was unbelievable. Yeah, it really was. Yep. It was and, and they, it was and they both won uh, by 28 points. Yeah, yeah it, it, and that's crazy. Creepy. Now, when we looked at that, it was kind of creepy, you know. But it's kind of creepy. Yeah, yeah. But you know, and 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 I think it's a good thing. And um, Cam Newton, he's he's an athlete that stands by himself. You know, he has his own style. You know, he's a guy yeah. that walks around with a yeah. fox tail, and and it's supposed to be cool. You know, I don't think that's cool, but it, it's cool in his world. And uh, it's yeah. all about his world. You know, you understand what I'm saying? It ain't about my world, your world. Yeah, it, really, it's, it's not. Him. It's not. It's a, lot of, it's a lot of stuff that I can elaborate on, man. Like, uh, I mean, I won't even go there, man. There's a lot of stuff that that, 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 that we might not agree on. But like you said, man, it's his world right now. You know what I mean? He's running. But yeah. you know what? I can say this about that, man. When they fall, they're going to fall pretty hard, man. Yeah. 
That'll lead the division. The other two division winners will be uh, probably the Redskins, probably the Redskins, and whoever wins the NFC uh, North. You know what I mean? Green Bay, Minnesota, whoever decides that. And we'll see if we can keep Seattle out of this mess so we can go. Well, I tell you, man, you guys got a very favorable schedule when we, when you're looking at it. You know, you, you play the Saints, who playing like the Aints, and then you yeah. you know you got the Rams, who who are really struggling. Yeah, uh, you know, then we got Chicago at home. Got Chicago, yeah. and you know that's going to be Lovey Smith, his, you know, yeah, his coming that. back he to play his own team. So you know the team is going to be playing at a, at their highest level. Should be playing at their highest level by then. And well, then you play on Cam, Cam Newton in Carolina, last game of the season. Yep, yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if they if they go undefeated, they won't be resting nobody getting ready for the playoffs. They'll be playing everyone. If they, if they happen to fall in one of these last four games, they may just do that. You know what I mean? And that'll leave the door open for us. You know, but we'll see how it plays out, man. Hey, listen, let me ask you this while I got you here. What you think about the hiring down south? Oh man, I'm 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 all for the uh, Mark Rick hiring down south. You know, I think it's a great hire. Um, yeah. You know, um, it's an old saying: uh, one man's trash is another man's treasure. You know, um, and I really feel like you know Georgia got rid of Mark Rick. That was their trash, and hey, he's coming home. It's no better place exactly. to go than to go home. You know, I don't exactly. care where you where you at in the world. You're thinking about going home, and you want to go home. That's how a lot of fugitives get caught. Why, why, why do they get caught? They break out of jail and prison, and what do they do? Just sit around mama house for a little while. They're coming home, man. You know, so hey, you know, Mark Rick, he's from Boca Raton, Florida. Uh, he went to the University of Miami. As a matter of fact, he was a teammate of mine um, when I was a freshman. Um, he was a senior. Him and Jim Kelly are classmates, so I'm very, very happy about the hiring of Mark Rick. And I know uh, my fellow alumnus are as happy. Um, they've been talking about it. Uh, we've been texting each other about this for the last few days. And, hey, we're excited, man. We're very yeah. excited. And he brings yeah, old school much. football back to Miami. I formation, yeah. because that's all he knows. You know I what I mean? there will be a few more recruits down there that stay home. It's going to be a few more recruits that stay home. I and, and the state of Georgia better watch out. Yeah, exactly. exactly. The state of Georgia better watch out. I'm telling you. Yeah. And, and, and the surrounding SEC had better watch out because Mark, has, he's familiar with the, uh, with the area. Uh, South Carolina, some of the best players in the country have come from that, from that state. He's going to keep yeah. them strong. So, hey, we're excited, man. Very excited. Yeah, I am too, man. You know what, Brad? I still got a couple more years, man, but I just saw this kid that, that committed to the U before the ring hire. You know what I mean? And and he, he too, is excited about the new coach. You know what I mean? The kid, like, 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, man. I'll, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll forward you some of the, some of the, uh, some of the, uh, I'll forward you some of that stuff, man. Please do. And, you know, and I've talked well, about this on the show. You want to see this. You want to see this. You know, that's one of the problems I had with Coach Golden is that we had kids coming down there being promised to start before they ever set foot on a college campus, and they were given positions. And and I, and, and Brad Kaya, he's one of them. You know what I mean? Here's a kid that never – he was never challenged or he never challenged anyone for the starting job. 
He was yeah. given the starting job, and 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 we see how that panned out for um for Coach Golden. Um, you got to earn things, uh, especially at the University of Miami. You got to earn. Uh, nobody. Ray Lewis didn't come on come on the scene and start. Andre Johnson didn't come on the scene and start. You you you, uh, you know what I'm saying? I mean, we at one point we had um Willis McGahee. He was a third string running back. Um. Clinton Portis was uh, second string, and and Frank Gore was the first string running back. Man, you know you had to wait your turn to get a chance to uh, to touch the field at University of Miami. You know nothing was given to anybody, man. So I'm um I'm I'm really um I'm really happy that um that that uh, Coach Rick is come back home, and I know he's gonna make make it a challenge for you for you to touch the field. At University of Miami, from this point on, while he's down there, I can I can guarantee you that. Yep. Yeah. Hey, Rob. Hey, hey, man, we we got our eyes on the Buccaneers. Um, I think Lovey Smith has has made people believers in in uh, in, in West Florida, and I really think that um that the Buccaneers are are going to be making a difference in the NFL, and I think Jameis Winston is the future of Tampa Bay. Hey, man, yeah. thanks for calling us. Don't be a stranger. Give us a call anytime. Thanks for having me, man. Hey, it's always a pleasure. Thank Look you. Talk smack with you next week. <laughs> we'll be looking forward to it. Hey, take care <laughs> of the Saints, man. Who can't take care of the Saints? Everybody's taking care of the Aints. All right, Robbie, we appreciate it. <laughs> uh, hey, guys, that was Robbie calling us, giving us an update on those Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And, uh, you know, he's he's a big-time Buccaneer fan. Uh, win or lose, Robbie's, Robbie's giving us his info, his insight on, on, the, on the Buccaneers. And, and we have to... Um, we have we have to give Jameis Winston a lot of credit. I think um, I think this young man has made some strides this year, and he's really doing some um, some big time wonderful things. And I expect him to only get better as um, as this season goes on, as his rookie season goes on. And Jameis Winston, hey, it, I don't think there's a comparison between him and uh, and and Mariota. I think um, Tennessee is probably not as good a team definitely not as good a team as Tampa Bay but I think the um the system that Jameis Winston is in is uh is a much uh, is a better system for him than anything he could have went to um Tampa Bay is making it making him a straight drop back quarterback um he's checking it down um, Doug Martin is actually running the ball um fairly well this year and he's 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 Found some kind of way to stay healthy. That has been his problem for the last three years. Is that he's he has not been able to stay healthy. Well, he's healthy this year. They have a running attack, and um, and then hey, James Winston is is looking like he could take this team to a first playoff game in a very long time. But let's don't forget that bad, bad, bad brown skin man named Cam Newton. That dude is doing his thing. And he's 12-0 and 0 and in the same division as Jameis Winston. So, hey, maybe Jameis might have an opportunity to, um, to play in a wild card game, and that would be great. But uh, I really think that Cam Newton has a, has a chance to, um, to take this team to the Super Bowl and possibly even uh, find himself in the, um, in the um, NFL in the Super Bowl this year, possibly. Hey, but guys, 
the New England Patriots have lost two games in a row. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. What's going on, Bill Belichick? The New England Patriots, I said it, I'll say it again, have lost two games in a row. And it really appears as though Rob Gronkowski were, is the MVP of this team. You know, Tom Brady may even be possibly the MVP of the NFL, but Rob Gronkowski is the MVP of this team. This guy, he's so big, he's so physical that he's such a huge target that, that he bailed, he's bailed Tom Brady out of more situations than anybody on this team. So without Gronkowski and without Lewis and without Edelman, this team is really going to struggle. And I, I, I've, I've, I said it on this show in the past is that Rob Gronkowski, he's had, he's had troubles with injuries in the past, and he's probably always going to have trouble with injuries. Because when you're 6'7", and you weigh 270 pounds, and you're going up against guys that are 5'10", 5'9", 6 feet, and they weigh 185 maybe 200 pounds, you have a 70, 80-pound advantage on these guys. Our instincts are telling us, hit him low, hit him low. You have to hit him low. And the NFL is basically saying you can't hit him high. You can't hit him in the head. So you have to hit him low. And and, and these guys really have no other choice except to hit Gronkowski low. And and you, you hate to see it happen, but this is just the nature of the beast. And, um, He's going to have to deal with this for, for, for the for he's had to deal with it his entire career, and Gronkowski has go, is going to have to continue to deal with this for the rest of his career. And I just hate to see this guy um, twenty years. I hope I'm around to see him twenty years from now, and I hope that um, they have some things that are going to make him feel a lot better because he's going to have to deal with a lot of arthritis, different kinds of pains and aches. Because, wow, he's had a lot of surgeries and unbelievable. Hey, guys, you listen to Sports Info. You am on the Voice America Radio. We'll be back talking more about the Jets, the Bills, the Bengals, Indianapolis Colts going down, and leading their division at 6-6. Six and six. We'll be right back with more Sports Info. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. 
Don't let the name fool you, because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Hosts J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready for our annual holiday gift guide as we go hunting for the holidays this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, presented by Outdoor Channel. Joining the boys will be Dave Matheny from Salinger Shop, Jana Waller of Skullbound TV, World Fishing Network's Larissa Switlick, Joel Weens with WSI Sports, and our very own Mrs. Bunny. From new firearms to suppressors, optics to base layers, we'll cover it all to help you outfit that special hunter in your life. And it's presented by Outdoor Channel at OutdoorChannel.com. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on The Voice America Sports Channel. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888 346 9144. That's 888 346 9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. You know, um, Bill Muschamp has gotten another head coaching job and um this time he's going to South Carolina and I'm not so sure that Bill Muschamp is a proper fit for college football head coaching for that college football head coaching job. He didn't do such a wonderful job when he was at uh the University of Florida and I would I wouldn't give him a whole big glaring review um at his one year as defensive coordinator at the University of um of Auburn. And when you look at some of these guys and they have these outrageous outbursts on the field, uh with a yelling and screaming and spitting and carrying on, you just wonder is this the kind of um mentality that that's appropriate or, or is a good fit for this day and age of college football. And I'm telling you right now, if, if, if my, if, if, if I had a son that was going to, um, university of South Carolina, he came and he asked me, um, coach, um, um, dad, how do you feel about this, this coach? I'd, I'd have to tell him, I just don't think that you have to yell and scream to get your point across. I don't, I don't, I, I just was not, I was never yelling and screaming when I was a coach. Didn't like to be yelled and screamed at when I was an athlete. And I just, and that was back in the 80s. And I just have seen the game evolve into these kids don't like to be yelled and screamed at. And when you look at it, who does like to be yelled and screamed at? You know, and, and, and matter of fact, I don't want nobody to be talking to me so loud or so hard that. I can feel their breath on me. I just don't, that's not necessary. And I see these outbursts with him time and time again. And it makes you wonder, is he a good fit for young men? And let's don't get it twisted. 70% of these young men are African-American. Is he a good fit from what we've seen from his antics and outbursts on the sideline, 
I I I really have to question. I'm I'm not so sure. I, I, I'm I'm just not so sure if if he is if he is a uh, uh, a good fit for um, for college football. I just don't I don't see it. Not so sure about it. But on the other hand, uh, we all live and learn. And maybe he has um, maybe he's had a chance to to um, to see some things that he's done wrong and uh, and fix them. And let's give him a chance because um, University of South Carolina, they've definitely given him uh, a, another chance and um, look like look like they're going to um, look like they're going to make the best of it. Um, Kirby Smart. Alabama. Offense coordinator. He's gotten the job as a Georgia head coach. Uh, my homeboy and new head coach at the University of Miami, Mark Rick, his former job and, and, a, and, a, and a formidable job at that. A, a, a well sought after job. A lot of people would want this job in America, coaching in the SEC, one of the best teams in the SEC. Well, his team is going to be playing for a national championship or playing in the NCAA College Football Series, championship series. So how does that work? Does, does um, Nick Saban say, hey, man, you're going to coach Georgia? How are you going get, to get your staff together and concentrate on us winning the national championship? What does Nick Saban say about that? Does he say, hey, uh, pack your bags, get your stuff, get out of here and go to Georgia? Or does he say, hey, um, uh, man, we need you to hang around and help us win this championship, and then you can go get yourself together in Georgia. Maybe, and maybe that's what Nick does. Maybe Nick, maybe Nick sabotages Georgia's recruiting efforts by keeping them around his program for as long as he can. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe makes him makes him stay there until um. <laughs> maybe make some stay there until like January 14th, you know, uh, I don't know, but I, I, I wish Kirby smart, um, the best. And I, I think he's going to do, a, um, I think he's going to do a good job at Georgia. I, I really think that, um, they got it. They got a really good hire, um, in him. And I think he's going to do well. I, I think that team is, the team is set. Mark Rick left his team in really good shape. Um, uh, this is not a this is not a slouch team by no means, um, so this is going to be nice. You know, another another hire kind of eh, kind of took me by surprise just a little bit, but the Scott Frost hire at uh, at Central Florida. You know, um, when when you lose a legendary coach, and I'm and I'm really calling George O'Leary legendary. I mean, he did some things in NCAA at Georgia Tech. He did some things um, at Central Florida. Um, this, this is I, I give him legendary status. And when you hire Scott Frost, a basically unknown, and what most of us know about Scott Frost is that Scott Frost uh, played for Nebraska, played quarterback at Nebraska. Um, you know, he's he's been an assistant coach for a few places, but you know, this this is a, a not a not a well. It's not a – he's not a Mark Rick or even a Muschamp. This is a guy that's um, getting an opportunity, and he's really going to have to make the best of it. Uh, and I hope he makes the best of it. 
But they're getting an unproven coach pretty much, and he's going to have to uh, prove himself. Um, not, that, not, that he's, not that he's at USC um, where he's going to have to prove himself that quick, but um, he's going to have he's going to have to get some get some work done down there because USC went winless this season, and this is a team that was in the uh, Fiesta Bowl just two years ago. It's hard to believe, but um, Michael London at Virginia is gone, and um, Bronco Mendenhall has taken on that job. You know, Michael London has done got a lot of good things off the field for um, University of Virginia while he was there, but I, not winning enough is is just you know that's 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 the problem. When you don't win, you gotta you gotta go. That's just that simple. You don't win, you gotta go, and that's what happened with um with Michael London. But guys, it's a lot of co- coaches in um in college football, a lot of jobs still, um a lot of coaches have been replaced. But there when we look at it now, when we start talking about college football, we're talking about the college bowl games. And wow, this is one of my favorite times of year. I'm all about college bowl games. Um have been always have been uh, a lot of people don't like to don't like um bowl games some people say it's too many bowl games some people say they're watered down forget that as far as i'm concerned any kid that has an opportunity to go and play in a bowl game i'm for it. and i'm not and i don't care if it's the i don't care if it's the the sun bowl or it, or or if it's the tomato bowl uh, I don't care if they're giving out if 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 they're giving out money and rings for the toilet bowl. Send send a team there. You know any any bowl game is a is a great thing as far as I'm concerned. When because the bowl games start on December 19th and they will run all the way until January. The last bowl games will be um, January 11th. So. Guys, we're getting ready for a whole lot of bowl games, and um, it's just going to be a beautiful thing. You know, and the University of Miami, hey, the U, University of Miami will be playing in the, um, <laughs> they're going out to Arizona. No, excuse me. Uh, University of Miami will be playing. Ah, uh, that's not good. Well, um, they'll be playing the, uh, Washington State, and wow, we have so many bowl games this year. The Miami Beach Bowl, South Florida playing Western Kentucky. South Florida is uh, eight and four. Western Kentucky is eleven and two, and uh, West Kentucky just won their conference over the weekend. At the, the Boca Raton Bowl, Temple will playing will be playing Toledo. Temple is ten and three. Toledo is um, nine and two. The Go Daddy Bowl, Bowling Green, ten and three. Uh, Georgia Southern, uh, eight and four. Uh, wow, now this is a good bowl game. The Bahama Bowl, Middle Tennessee, seven and five. Western Michigan, uh, seven and five. Uh, the the Hawaii Bowl, San Diego State, ten and three. Cincinnati, seven and six. Saint Petersburg. 
Connecticut, six and six. Marshall, nine and three. The Sun Bowl, uh, Miami, eight and four. Washington State, eight and four. El Paso, Texas is the Sun Bowl. Um, Heart of Dallas Bowl in Dallas. Um, that's, that game is played in the Cotton Bowl. Uh, Washington will be playing Southern Miss. That sounds like an interesting game. Um, Independence Bowl, Virginia Tech, six and six. Tulsa, six and six. Uh, Military Bowl, Pitt, eight and four. Navy, nine and two. Wow, sounds hey, and this is what you guys gotta love about this time of year because all these bowl games are coming upon us, and it's just so exciting to see all of these games one after another. The Russell Athletic Bowl, North Carolina, eleven and two, and Baylor, um, nine and three. Um, the Arizona Bowl, Colorado State versus Nevada. Colorado State is seven and five. Nevada is six and six. Yeah, the Texas Bowl, LSU eight and three. Texas Tech seven and five. And December thirtieth, um, the Birmingham Bowl, Auburn six and six. Memphis nine and three. That should be a very interesting game. And uh, and uh, you know, as uh, the the later we get into the bowl season, the more important the games are, and the uh, the 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 more important the games are, and the better the games are. Hey guys, we got Eddie on the line. Eddie, what's going on? Man, what is going on? What's happening? What's happening? Hey, you know me. I'm loving life every second of it, every chance I get. And uh, I, I want to ask you something, Eddie. I know you, Eddie, and Eddie Williams, ladies and gentlemen, um, former University of Miami Hurricane. Um, class of 1983, and that was the year we won our first national championship at the University of Miami. And he also played with Mark Rick. Um, four years with, with Mark Rick, Eddie? Man, listen, y'all, you already know what's up. Listen. So, um, listen, man, you know the hurricane about to do what we do before, baby. Listen. We finna bring that old school back to the U.M., baby. You know how we ruled in the 80s? Yes. We bring that lifestyle back, baby. We bring it back. You know, and one of the things that we know about Mark Rick, he does have an old school brand of football. He's going to play. He, he, he definitely going to play an eye formation, drop back quarterback. It ain't going to be a whole lot of trickery. He's going to line up and, and slap you in the face and make you stop him. So I think I think Mark Rick is is a great hire for the University of Miami. And, uh, man, I think he's, it's an excellent hire. You know what? Everybody else hiring the alumni, man. It's time for us to put somebody back at our school, right? That we also support and back. He was there when we came up through the ranks. He was the one that was there when we first started that that that, that trend, that dominating trend. Right, and and you know Mark has done a lot of good things too. You know he he was he was with Bobby Bowden for for a yeah, long time. He was the offensive yeah, coordinator yeah, over there yeah, in Tallahassee. Yeah, well, people don't understand. Mark Rick was the offensive coordinator for FSU. He left there, went to Georgia, was offensive coordinator. Then they hired him as the head coach. Yeah, so, um, so what I we, think what, what I want this this right here. I just want them to do what we do. So, go, go, baby, let's go. Now I look at it as uh, Mark. Mark has to do something with that defense, man. 
You know, I, I, last year our offense was not bad. We we scored enough points to win a lot of games and to stay in games. But he has to be, do that, beef up that defense, especially that defensive line. That defensive line, but at the same time, right? Offense, right? Build defenses. One thing I like about Mark Rick is this: uh, I know this. Uh, when we get out of here, we're not gonna slow down. We're gonna put it to the metal. I feel you. We're gonna, uh, we're gonna know how to close. We're gonna know how to close. The only thing I say about the offense is this: him, they didn't know how to close. You get up there, you make it all them points, and you get ahead, right? But you don't know how to close out. You don't get conservative when you get ahead. You just push the metal. You know that. And we, and we saw two years in a row with uh, with Florida State. You know what I mean? Where we just couldn't close. You know, and, and uh, we we would get out on people. And then we get to the fourth quarter, and actually, uh, how, how some people would say, we just barely nut up. You understand? I mean, we just we freeze up. We don't. We we say, yeah. oh, we just gonna we just gonna try to try not to turn the ball over, or we just yeah, don't no, want them no, to score. You know, that's crazy. You know, so, no. Take about the box. Take about the box. You already know. So when we get that situation, when we got in that kind no of situation, prison. we had to, we had to no make prison. some justice. There, there. You finna see the Miami, University of Miami, we're going to go back where we need to be. Okay. Yeah, That's one it. thing I like about Mark Rick, right, he was at he was at Georgia, right? He won 10 games the last five years, and each year they won this five. Come on, man, really? Come on, really? 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 Come on, oh, man. That, that, that's that's ridiculous. I, I would have yeah, to. And, 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 you know, it, it's been this way for the last four years with Mark Rick. So, like, they exactly. were trying to find a reason to get rid of him. The five. Yeah. How you going to win 10 games, right? And you want a five man every year. Come on, man. Yeah, that, that makes no sense. You know, and. and well, you know and, what? And, I just want to. I want to welcome Mark Rick back home, man, because that's what we need because he know the system, he know the lifestyle, he was there, and he know the people, and he know the integrity of the people in Miami. And I think that we're going to get a lot of more recruits. I really think you're right. You know, when you look at this yeah. guy, man, uh, he's 145 and 51 is his record. And exactly. he lost his job. Huh. You know, and the only guy can say Listen. Oh. They wanted to always put one of their own alumni's in there. That's all that was all the time. Well, hey, that's fine with us because we wanted to put one of ours with us. We want to put right. one of our alumni's back where he is, and uh, we're really happy that he's with us, man, back home. Yeah. Well, I want to say Merry Christmas to all the Hurricane fans, and we're going to get back on top. I love you, okay? Hey, love you much, brother. Don't be a stranger. Call us for right. for you on radio show anytime. Every Monday right, night. No doubt. Yeah. All right. That's Eddie Williams taking air from Apopka, Florida, giving us a 411 on the Mark Rick situation and the Mark Rick hire down in Coral Gables, Florida. It's a lot of people very excited about Mark Rick um, coming back home. You know, Mark Rick um, played football at um, at um, uh, Boca Raton High School and went on to play at University of Miami, uh, played behind Jim Kelly. Mark didn't really have an NFL career, but he did um, have a very good coaching uh, career. Yep. Hey, we got um, George calling. What's up, George? Hey, Darrell. How you doing? 
Hey, doing very good, George. Doing very good. Hey, George, I want you to hold on for us. We got to, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back, guys. We got George talking to us about the Mark Rick hire down in Coral Gables, Florida. We'll be right back after these messages. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Englehart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Englehart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Are you ready for a show that's all about what goes on behind the scenes and how it relates to what you see on the field? Tune in for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective on the Voice America Sports Channel. Our guests will bring you the stories, the opinions, the expertise, and the inspiration behind what you hear in sports news. Find out what happens next. Listen for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective, live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, guys, we got George on the line from Coral Springs. He's giving us a... Uh, update on uh, what's happening down in South Florida and in uh, Coral Gables with the new hire of Mark Rick. And uh, I know Mark. Uh, he was a senior when I was a freshman. But if you know anything about sports and athletics, seniors don't really pay freshmen much attention when you when you when you're in college. But George was um was down there when when Mark was he was older than Mark. So what's happening, George? Hey, Daryl. How you doing? Hey, doing great. Doing really really good. Really good. What's how you doing? Good, good. Yeah, I just uh, I don't know if you got the uh, from Rick Rimmer, but they had the uh, they had the interview, the whole taped version on on uh, that they taped it on ESPN. And they had the interview with Joe Zagaki and Don Bailey Jr. And I thought it was really. Uh, I think the great thing about you know with Coach Rick is he was saying in the in the interview, you know he went to Georgia 
and he planned on retiring there. And said the same thing, but they, of course, they fired him. He said, I, I plan on the same thing here. That's what I liked. Him. That's what I liked here, and the most of all of it. Planned yeah. on retiring here. So and he, you think about it, when he went to Florida State coordinator, he was there, was it 12 years or so? And then it was how many years? 13, 14, Georgia. So he doesn't leave. You know, he stays in one place at one time unless they kick him out. And I think that's probably the best thing. Yeah. I heard him talking about bringing a fullback, four-man defensive line. Sounds like we're going to get back to our old type of offense, you know. And, I, I, you know, when you look at Mark Rick and the kind of offense that he's run his entire career, uh, he's always had a fullback of some sort. And uh, he's played a, an I-formation uh, of, of some sort, had a quarterback under center. Um, and this is basically the same offense that, uh, that Coach Snellenberger ran when he was in college and the one that he's most familiar with, uh, and that would be the uh, the pro-style offense uh, that we ran at the University of Miami. Right. And, you know, people yeah. forget, you know, that was a pro-style offense for the Miami Dolphins. In fact, you just got a picture, and it's showing left to right. They were all together at one time. Uh, Vinny Testaverde, Kyle Vanderwin, Jim Kelly, Mark Rick, Bernie Kosar. And I was and on that last team, year too. And they all came in and thought, guess who the quarterback coach was? You remember Earl that? Earl Morrell. Earl Morrell. I was on, on that team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me and Bernie Kosar and Vinny Testaverde are classmates. All three of us came the same day. Right. Yeah. So I always like to yeah. tell those Florida State fans, they remember now, you guys only became good once we took our U.M. quarterback who was tooled by Earl Morrill down here in South Florida, and he taught you guys how to throw the ball. Then you started winning championships. And for that, probably still wouldn't have any. They, they probably still wouldn't have any championships yeah. if Mark Rick had, had never gone to um, Tallahassee. Yeah, That's right. He, 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 he took some of our secrets with him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, and then G- Jimmy brought in the speed on defense, and with the, us throwing the ball and the speed on defense, that totally changed college football. Everybody else is copying that to this day. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, Jimmy, he just thought that speed kills. You know what I mean? And it, and it did. Yeah. It, made a, it made a huge difference. And, and he changed the game of college football as far as I'm concerned. And, um, yeah. But when, when you look at Mark Rick and what he did at, in Tallahassee, um, I think he 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 changed the game in Tallahassee to to the point where he earned the job at Georgia. You know what I mean? Right. He was never given anything. He earned that job at Georgia, right? Uh, so, and he's earned this job that he that he's that, that um that he's been given here at the University of Miami. And we're so pleased. I mean, I mean, when you talk to people, when I, when I talk to fans and I talk to former teammates, they are just ecstatic that that he's fell in our lap. You know, and, and I, like I told someone earlier on the show, it's no better place to go than home. Right. You know, and Mark, every player or every coach wants to eventually go back and coach at their alma mater. Yeah. You're dealing with a guy with class and character, and you hear about the how well he's done with the players that he's coached, you know, football-wise, but earning their degree, helping them in life, helping if they need help later on. But it was interesting, so when he held his last meeting up at the uh, University of Georgia, they already kind of gotten the word. He was telling them where, we, where, where he was going. They all held up the youth sign with both of their hands. <laughs> kind of like as a, as a tribute, as a tribute yeah. to him. 
Yeah. And, and you but know, I Mark think Rick is, I, think it's, I don't think we could have done any better. And I, like I said, the thing I liked the best about it was he plans on retiring here, just like he planned on retiring. And the track record shows that. Double-digit years at Florida State, double-digit years at Georgia. I'm sure we'll get the same thing here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure we're going to get it here. And, um, you know, Mark Rick was um, – he's from Boca Raton. You know, he's right. born in um, – I think he was born in Nebraska, but um, he's actually from Boca Raton, Boca Raton High School, Boca Raton, Florida. So he's coming home, man. And, um, yeah. and, he, and it's, it's, it's where it went. I gives us that splash, name recognition for the recruiting. I think I think that just just his hire, we're probably going to get three or four or five guys that might have gone somewhere else with the name coach. I think you're right, and I'm talking about national players, and I'm not just no. talking about the local talent. We're going to get three or four national players. We're going to find these kids like like DJ Williams from California finding their way back to the University of Miami because we have Mark Rick in our program now. You know, so right, right. you know this and the, way this, you know, and the way his ability to coach quarterbacks, I mean, the win win. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. And 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 I think the talent that he's going to be exposed to just because of UM is going to be a little bit better than the talent that he was exposed to at University of Georgia. And I think with that alone, he's going to be able to do more for our program than what we've had in the last, in the last two coaches. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like I've said, I've said before, you know, if you have a thoroughbred horse that can run, you don't hook up a buggy to him and turn him into a trotter. Right. So that's what we've been doing with our defensive back 10 years off the ball and uh, balls on the four yard, five yard line, our linebacker standing on the goal line. Right. Right. And, and, you know, let's don't, let's don't forget that Mark Rick coached two Heisman trophy winners and won two national championships at Florida state. You know, uh, right. Chris Winkie. Right. Chris Winkie was not a very good quarterback. You know, I, I mean, he he was a he was a great college quarterback, but he was not a he, he was not a, a, a super quarterback. He was never a super athlete. He was a a a scheme quarterback that Mark Rick made a very good quarterback. Uh, Charlie Ward oh. was a super athlete that Mark Rick made a very good quarterback. Yeah, good point. You know? Good point. Yeah, so I think, you know, that alone is going to make our quarterback play. Um, it's it's going to boost that up 60% by itself, him alone. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think like you were saying before, uh, under center, fullback, you know, four-man line, attacking, enough of this sitting back and catching blockers, enough of this. You, you only run schemes like that. That's when you don't have athletes and you want to play it safe. But they don't have the ability to make plays. But when you have athletes, you turn them loose. Let them you make plays. You let them go. You, know? you let them make plays. Right. And, and, you know, and, and it's, it's been so crazy um, the last few years to see so many guys go to the pros and continue to just make plays. And these guys in college were not even given an opportunity to make plays. Well, yeah, I, mean, I, I just looked at I looked it up, and I said, well, how many players do we have in the National Football League? What's the top 10 schools? And I saw with 30, I think it was 36, number three position was Alabama. 
LSU is number one at 38, and we're right there with 37. And that's not even having a good year that a lot of draft, a lot of, you know, as many draft picks as in the past. But you can go all the way back. Let's go back. Not even go. Let's go back to uh, Chevy under Randy and let's go back under Coker. Well, we yeah. got Devin Hester here. Can't figure out quite what to do with him. Well, really, the Bears show for sure figured it out. He's got the NFL record for kick returns for touchdowns. Didn't they? Uh, Sam Shields. We can't figure <laughs> out receiver, cornerback. Well, the Packers sure figured it out. All pro. All pro. We can go on and on. You know, uh, maybe a burning starting for uh, the Dolphins. You know, turn right. on. I always watch any NFL game. Well, there's somebody from the U. There's somebody. You hardly can't turn on a game without seeing somebody. Without seeing so, somebody. You know, With I look at this kid. Uh, the record doesn't show it. You haven't been coached up, right? Yeah, that, I coaching. think that's that, and and that's what I think. We're not going to leave on the field anymore. The kids are going to be coached up, right? You know what I mean? When we looked at the kids in the last last five years, last four years, you could see that these kids had not been coached up right. They're not giving their all. Look like they're leaving oh. a lot on the field. You know, they're not bringing enough to the field with them. Whichever way you want to look at it, but I, I don't think we're going to have that problem with Mark Rick. Mark Rick is going to make sure that if practice is not going right, he'll blow the whistle, send everybody in the locker room, and let's start this again. You understand what I'm saying? We're going to get it right. You, you feel me? You know, so I think right. that's, going to, that's going to make the difference in this program and in, in the team. I saw a good, neat scene the other day. I sent Coach Kehoe the picture looking down. Uh, a mountain, a long stairway coming up, and it says uh, there is no elevator on the on the way to success. You have to take the stairs. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, I, I might have to steal that one, George. Yeah. yeah hey, um, and um, you know, since we're talking about this, and um, Art Kehoe and um, Mark Rick were teammates, right? Do you think and Don Keogh? Bailey was the center? Art was the guard. Yeah. And Jim Bacorny, uh may he rest in peace, uh, was also from Boca High School. He was the other guard right there from the same high school as Mark. Boca yeah. Raton High School. So, um, do you think um, you Is think Archeo will be kept question. on? Hope so. Okay, um, I hope so too. I think if it was ever a shot. Uh, this would be this would be the coach coming in, yeah, you know, former yeah. teammate, and you know we love Art. I mean, you can't beat Art's passion and desire and his commitment and his intensity. I'd like to see Donnie Solinger come back. I'd like to see him come back too, but um, you know, I don't. I, I'd like to see him come and back too, and that's only if he wants to. You know, I'm yeah. not sure if yeah. Coach Solinger wants to at this point in his career. You know, right? It's not an easy job. No, no, no. You get to. You're, you're on the you're on the go during the season, and then in between games, open dates, you're recruiting. Then it's recruiting season. I think they have about one month. That's June. That's about it. Yeah. And then you know, and Mark Rick is still a young man. You know, he's 55 years old. Um, you know, February he'll be uh, 56, so he still has youth on his side. And um, and he he this this guy was a smart guy. You know, what I mean, he's not. This is a very smart guy. You know, he's going to have the X's and O's, and his organizational skills are going to be top-notch. Uh, we, we've got a great coach, man, and I think we have to really um, be patient with him, but not too patient because we don't have time to be patient. We, we want to win now. 
And uh, I think we have the athletes to do it. And I know we got the right man in the job right now. He's a proven winner. His record says it all. Um, 145 and 51 proven winner. So, uh, yeah, I think it's like, you know, he recognizes the bullets we have and he knows which type of gun to put it in where it's going to shoot the best. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like we've been dealing with people who had, uh, you know, AR-15 bullets and they've been trying to put them in and shoot them out of a BB gun. They're not going. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Hey, George, thanks for calling, man. Thanks for making the show a very successful show. And don't be a stranger. Give us a call every Monday night from 8 to 9. We're here on the Sports Info UM radio show. Will do. Hey, appreciate it, George. Hey, we had some callers we couldn't get in this week. Sorry about that. But, hey, guys, thanks for listening to the Sports Info UM show. We'll be back next week with more sports information. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.